Welcome home to Women of Riot, a podcast where we'll set our past to life, blow up societal barriers and riot for the changes we are making within. I'm Holly Wilde, by name and by nature. Raised in a cult before becoming a police officer, I've had my fair share of authority. Now, my mission is to help women spark their own inner authority and self-confidence while burning self-abandonment to the ground. Hello, gorgeous. Welcome back to Women of Riot podcast. I hope your week is going splendid so far. So this episode should be short and sweet and to the point, quite rare for me. (laughs) Come on, you know me by now. So as always, we're just going to dive in and listen, I want to talk today with you about, is it your fear that's stopping you from doing something or is it actually not for you? And there's a few ways to look at this, right? So are you forcing an idea simply because you think in the end, it's going to provide you what you crave? Now, what got me thinking about this topic was my previous makeup business. Obviously, people ask you, you know, what did you used to do before you, you know, coached in human design or, you know, I know you were a police officer, but what else have you done in your life? And so often it comes up about, you know, being a makeup artist. And yes, I'm still a makeup artist, but I do not have a makeup business now. That's not at all what I do. And to be honest, my makeup business was a very short lived thing. I mainly actually worked on cosmetic counters for brands, for companies, but I wanted to have a business. This was a few years ago. I have talked about this before in other podcast episodes. So if you've been around before, if this is not your first rodeo, you'll know this story. But I basically wanted a business. I wanted to have financial freedom. I wanted to feel significant in the work that I was doing. I was no longer a police officer. And so I went back to what I knew, which was makeup. Now, I enjoyed makeup there for a while. I did. I really, really enjoyed it. But I didn't want, I forgot to turn that off. Guys, you just heard my phone beep. I didn't want, though, to do makeup appointments day in and day out. So basically, (laughs) this is where it gets a bit funny. It's like, hang on, you're starting a makeup business, but you don't actually want to do what is required of you in that role, which is predominantly what I would be doing, doing makeup appointments, doing, you know, people's faces, putting makeup on them. Here's the thing though, I thought that by starting a makeup business that it would get me what I wanted in the end. And that is one, obviously to help other people, but predominantly it was to have financial freedom and to have time freedom so that I could live life on my terms. So I could book people in when I wanted. I wasn't stuck to necessarily a set amount of hours on a counter or whatever it may be. But the day in and day out of the actual makeup business is not at all what I wanted to do. But of course, I was doing it in order to kind of, you know, get me the end result or what I thought it would get me. But here's the thing. I put off starting a makeup business for quite a long time. So I was working on cosmetic counters for different brands I worked for. In the beginning, I worked for Estee Lauder in Sydney in um, Bondi Junction. So if you're not from Australia, you've likely heard of Bondi from a TV show, um, Bondi Rescue. It's all about, you know, the lifeguards rescuing people out of the water. Often they are tourists that get stuck in the water at the beach of Bondi. But anyway, a little sidetrack there. I also worked for MAC Cosmetics in Sydney and also in Perth um, and Mecca Maxima. So worked for a few makeup companies. Now, I 
felt really nervous at the thought of starting a business, really, really nervous. Not because I wasn't nervous about actually having a business. I was nervous at the thought of doing the makeup applications. Now, this is where it's funny, right? Because I'm a makeup artist. I obviously do makeup appointments, but I would get so nervous doing people's faces. Like I would honestly get so, so nervous. And I thought that I had a problem with fear. So I kept pushing myself to start this makeup business because I thought it was just a fear thing. I was like, okay, you're fearing stepping out on your own, Holly, and the only way to overcome it is to do it, which I agree. Yes, the only way to overcome things is to just do them. And the only way to get clarity in life is through action. You don't get clarity by thinking about something. You get clarity by having a fucking crack at it, right? So I'm thinking, okay, I'm scared. Like I'm scared to do this. And the only way to get over that fear is to just do it. But this is what has made me do this episode for you today. It wasn't fear. Yes, I was a bit nervous, but the thing is I do makeup appointments anyway. I would do them all the time on counters. It wasn't fear. It was the fact that I didn't actually want to do what was required of me day in and day out to hold this business. It wasn't for me. It wasn't fear. The actual thing wasn't meant for me. It didn't light me up. I didn't get enjoyment out of it. I didn't get fulfillment out of it. It it became a chore. So it wasn't fear that was stopping me. It was actually the fact that it wasn't for me. So just for a second, I want to talk to you about the difference between fear and intuition. Fear is emotionally charged, whereas intuition isn't. So if you're feeling like, Let's say you're wanting to start a business, for example. Let's say you're wanting to branch off in a different career path or whatever it may be. Fear is very different to intuition. They feel differently. So fear is emotionally charged, whereas intuition isn't. You can still feel fear and intuition, by the way. You can still have both. So your intuition may tell you, This is the path for you. And fear can come up from that because you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. Fear, though, is restrictive, whereas intuition is very expansive. Fear demands that we act or stay frozen, depending on the situation, whereas intuition is supportive without being intrusive. Fear can be demeaning or it can be belittling. Shame, guilt or obligation might be attached to it as well. Whereas intuition is gentle, it's compassionate, it's loving. And fear is quite muddy and can be quite confusing, whereas intuition is quite clear. So a question I want to ask you is, a big decision that you're facing in your life right now that you haven't taken action on, is it through fear? Is it because you're scared? Because if so, go for it. Like, Take the action because obviously, as I said before, fear doesn't go away by thinking about it or by avoiding it. It will always be there. And again, as I said, we don't get clarity through thinking about something. We get clarity through taking action. So if it's purely a fear thing, if any of those things that I spoke about before when I described fear, if they're the feelings that you're getting, then I say fucking go for it and do it. So with with the makeup business, I thought that it was just a fear thing. So I went for it and I took the action. And then I came to realize it wasn't fear that was holding me back. It was because I actually didn't want the business. I actually didn't want to do what was required of me to do. 
And it could be the same for you. You may be stopping yourself because you think you're scared. You may be stopping yourself because you feel fearful. Or have you not taken action on it because it's actually not meant for you and you're just talking yourself into it being something for you when it's not meant for you? Now, obviously, again, as I say, there's two ways to look at things. You know, that I'm not saying then don't do it. Because again, you probably won't get the clarity until you take a little bit of the action. But what I am saying is, please let this be a permission slip for you to stop something if it's not for you. So for instance, with the makeup business, it was such a short-lived business because as soon as I realized, oh my God, it's not fear. I don't want to fucking do this. I gave myself the permission to not do it. Instead of flogging it for you know, months and months or years and years when I actually despised it and didn't want to do it. Instead of that, I came to realize, you know what? This is not actually for me. It's not the voice of fear because I have taken action and I've done it repeatedly and I still don't want to do it. It's not fear. So I just want you to think for a second on whatever it is that's in your life right now. It can be big, it can be small, whatever it is that you're putting off, just analyze it with me. Are you scared? Are you fearful? Does it feel really uncomfortable at the thought of starting it or the thought of doing whatever it may be or making that decision? Does it make you feel really, really uncomfortable? You're just out of your comfort zone. It just makes you feel yuck. Like, trust me, I know what it feels like to be out of your comfort zone. At the moment, I feel out of my comfort zone quite a lot. Like I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone. It feels icky. It feels yuck. You feel like you just want to curl up in a bed under a nice warm blanket in nice warm pajamas with like a hot water bottle and a cup of tea and just feel that like homely warm feeling because you just feel like this is fucking uncomfortable. But this is why I ask this. Is that actually what it is? Is that the feeling? Because my dear friend, if it's fear, And if you feel uncomfortable, then I'm telling you to go for it and to do it because that feeling is not going to go away. It will never go away without you just having a crack. And remember, I always say you only need to know your first step. You only need to know that one step in front of you. You don't need to know the whole staircase. You just need to know that one step. Take action on that one small thing, whatever it is, one thing that moves you in that direction. Because I promise you, things will become clearer for you. When you take action, the fog dissipates and you start to gain clarity. You start to feel like, okay, yep, this is making sense now. Okay, yep, this is the right direction or no, this is not the right direction. If, however, it's not actually a fear thing, Is it your brain, your mind trying to talk you into something that's not for you because you think it's going to get you the end result of what it is you're craving, even though the day in, day out, you don't actually want to do? Because if that's the case, it's likely not meant for you. Again, I would take action and maybe start to, you know, make some moves in that direction to play with it and to see But with all things, I'm always going to say, come back to your strategy and your authority in human design. You will never go wrong. Whatever your authority is, please lean into it and listen. If it's a sacral or a splenic authority, remember they're very much in the moment. 
And if you don't listen in the moment, your mind, your monkey mind will try to talk you in or out of something. It will take over and it will take control. If you have an emotional authority, give yourself a bit of time. It may just be 24 hours. It may be a couple days, whatever it may be. Give yourself a bit of time to think it through. And when you feel that place of neutral, you will have more clarity. But remember also, you will likely never, ever have 100% clarity on a decision if you have an emotional authority. That's that's fact. <laughs> you will likely, I have an emotional authority. I know this intimately. You will likely never have 100% clarity on a decision. Emotional authority, when you lean in and you wait and you ride out your wave, you will have some form of clarity. It may be 70% yes. And if it is, that's a yes. It may be 60%, it's a no. And if that's the case, then it's a no. Like it will likely never be 100%. But again, you won't know until you ride out your wave and you feel all the feels until you come to a place of feeling neutral emotionally. With all authorities, lean in and listen because you can't go wrong listening to your own inner authority and it is never going to be your head. (laughs) Your head is not designed to make decisions for you. Another thing, if the idea doesn't really excite you, like to me, that's a clear indication that it's not for you. If it doesn't excite you, it's not something that really gets you going. (laughs) It's not something that you're really excited by. Maybe it's not for you. So I'm going to pose the question again. Is it fear or is it not for you? Are you putting it off out of fear or are you putting it off because you know deep in your core it's not actually for you? And listen, only you are going to know that answer. And if right now you feel like you don't, as always, as I say, lean into your inner authority. But maybe it's a case of you take a bit of action. Maybe you, you know, take that one step, as I mentioned earlier, and then you'll gain some clarity from that. So in the beginning, I promised that this would be a quick episode and gee, I wasn't wrong. I hope that this has helped you even in a small way. This is just something that was, um, yeah, I don't know. It just made a difference for me in my life when I came to realize that it wasn't fear. It actually just wasn't for me in the first place. And I let it go. And if you need that kind of permission slip, obviously you don't need a permission slip off anyone, but if you feel like you need that permission slip to let something go or instead to just be like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to start taking action because it is just fear. Then let this episode be that one for you. Save it for a rainy day where you feel like you're going to need this reminder to just either go for it or to release something in your life that no longer is needed, something that you no longer want to do, something that you're just not excited by in life. And yeah, use my words as a way to encourage you to go in whatever path is designed for you. So that's it for today, guys. Short, sharp, to the point. And I just wanted to say I hope you're having an awesome week, which I said in the beginning. I'm a little bit tired. You can probably tell. I work on Sundays just five hours a week um, on a makeup counter. (laughs) Just five hours a week. I'm still doing that at this point. And that's kind of like me time because I'm a full-time stay-at-home mom. So that's some time to myself and with my girlfriends because, you know, we're we're all friends that work on the counter and it's just a lot of fun. So I've just finished that. And I'm not going to lie, I'm actually tired. I feel like having a nap, but I'm not going to do that because it's four o'clock. No, it's 20 to five in the afternoon. That would be terrible. I will not sleep tonight. So we're not going to do that. 
Anyway, have a great rest of your day or night, wherever you are in the world, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And we will chat again next week. Gorgeous. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing this time with me. I'm seriously honored to have you listening. If this podcast has helped you in any way, please be sure to share it to your socials and tag me so that I can get to know you. Also, if you leave a review, that would be amazing so that more people will get to hear our message of lighting a match to our past and rebuilding ourselves as strong, confident, take no fucks kind of women. I see you, Queen, and have an amazing week.